Welcome to Dear Friends and Dead Ends Podcast. My name is Ashley. My name is Cody. Cases may contain graphic material as well as explicit language. Intro music. Welcome to the Hell Zone by Spooky Black Vague 003 Remix. Hello. Hola. We are so sorry, guys. We did not intend on taking a month off of the podcast. That was never in the plans. Uh, not even kind of. Mental... Yeah, not even not even a little bit. But uh, mental health stuff, and uh, hopefully you guys understand, and hopefully you guys are doing well with your mental health. Because uh, I think winter is one of the hardest times. I don't know what it is about winter. I don't know if it's because it's cold what? What is it? Seasonal affective disorder? Sad? Mm-hmm. That's appropriate. Let's say it. Um, oh, I did real. I did remember something earlier that I forgot to tell you in the last episode. Whoa. So. so a month ago. It, obviously, last episode was our big uh, one year and two years anniversary. <laughs> And what I didn't tell you was I researched two potential cases. Mm -hmm. And I ended up using, um, I don't know, whatever the fuck I covered last time. I genuinely have no idea. Um, It's been been a month. I, so, I remember I did the New Year's uh, murder on New Year's. Yes. Or, like, the one that would come out right around New Year's. Yeah, you covered Katarzyna. The the woman that had been skinned. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's what I did. Was that last time? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was. Okay, so, as upsetting as that case was. Mm Mm-hmm. This one is worse? No, 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 no. This one, this one's fine. But the other option that I had originally started researching um, for the anniversary episode, I thought, hey, it was cool when I did the New Year's one around New Year's. Yeah. What if for the one year anniversary... Mm -hmm. Covered the murder of a one-year-old. So, I legitimately started researching this case. Turn it off, guys. Just turn off. And then I was like... (laughs) I I was just like, this isn't entertaining at all. This is just (laughs) super depressing. because Because someone killed a baby. Um, God damn. and then, and then obviously I pivoted and did the, um, did the, whatever the fuck her name was that got skinned, um, Katarzyna, Katarzyna. Um, so yeah, that was my, that was my first, that was my first thought. And I was like, this will be good. It's basically a theme. And then I just started reading it and I was like, this, this is fucking terrible. I'm not talking about this for the fact that that even entered your mind well, it was like, is concerning. 
it so it was it was just one of those like fell into places sort of things because I was mm-hmm. like scrolling through a list of unsolved murders mm-hmm. and I saw I saw one of them noted uh the baby had or the child had just turned one. And I was uh-huh. like, I was like, oh shit, our podcast is basically turning one. This will be a. So this was not a grand scheme. This was just <laughs> no. like a happenstance. Yeah, it just happened. Okay. And then I started researching it and I was like, this is a fucking stupid idea. This is <laughs> deeply upsetting. Um, I am so, so I, so glad I, you so I did not do that. Yeah, no, me too. It, it, like, literally, there. <laughs> so. I, I mean, I feel like I can oh, I can find boy. humor in some pretty dark stuff, but it just it was not a good time. It it wasn't. It was just bad, and I was like, meh. But I did fifty three. Huh? Please continue. I'm sorry. Oh yes. yeah, it would be fifty three. Um, but yeah, I did. Uh, I I did actually entertain that thought, and then far too long. Yeah, and then at the very least, I was like, well, I mean, I can I can at least it could be a little tidbit on the podcast because. I don't, I, I apparently don't think like a normal person. Um, mm. but really, but yeah, so that, that was almost what I put you guys through. Thanks for sticking with us for two years. <laughs> with one year's worth of content. You're welcome. Oops. For real though, anyone who has listened to us and has come back. Yeah, Especially that's on when you. we had all the audio, the audio issues in the beginning that were just off the charts. Like, thank you guys for sticking through that. Appreciated. Yeah, for sure. Um, I thought I had something after that, but just really, just thank you. Yes, thank uh, you. I know. Yes, I know that I am going first today. I'm trying to think if I had anything else. I haven't looked at any of our numbers or anything in terms of like. Any new countries that have listened, I haven't haven't looked at it, so I'll have to kind of check in. But it's good to be back. I think. I I would have to agree. I think it's it's even. It was a rough bit, ahead. but I was very excited that we were recording tonight. So that's that's a good sign. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fuck! I don't have anything. So um. My case today is uh, Becky Marie Marzo, and this case is from 2003. And by the way, this is a Dear Friends Dead Ends podcast. It's it's fine. Since it's we... it's whatever. Um, I'm gonna text you Hopefully something real quick before I forget. But your phone's gonna ding, it's and you there. don't have to pay attention it's to it. It's gonna be silent and. Is there a demon behind me? Is that what it is? Uh, no, I wouldn't tell you that. <laughs> Dana, fuck off. You know, Cody would be like, let's see what happens. Um, as I said, my case is going to be uh, from 2003. And uh, Becky Marie Marzo was 23 years old at the time. This is December of 2003. She was born May 3rd of 1980, 23 years later. Okay? She is 23 years old. I've said it enough times. Cody, how old is she? 23. Thank fucking God. 
So she was 5'1", 130 pounds, and this takes place in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So like many of us, she did suffer from uh, depression as a teen. <laughs> this fucking dog. I, I'm not even kidding. Yeah. This is where I'm at. Okay, so... Okay. Just let's just paint you a picture of where I'm at mentally. Is it like a tornado with like porn thrown in there? That's not bad. Um <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> You're you're in the ballpark for sure. Um When you started saying like mo- like some of us she had yeah. depression in her teens. Yeah. My, I still thought you were talking about Piper. Like at the what? Because I I because you just said you're gonna have to cut it out because she was barking. And then you were like, you said that, and it took my brain to like the end of the sentence for me to realize <laughs> like, oh, she's talking about the fucking case again, not her dog. She, well. My dog Maybe. is very deaf hmm. at this point, except when she hears random fucking noises. Dana comes home. She's fucking asleep. No idea. Um, I know he's going to be home any minute, but we'll see what I can get through between the barks. If you guys hear barking because I couldn't cut it out of the audio, I apologize. It's me. <laughs> yeah this is this is where we are now um becky had uh, blonde hair blue eyes also went by the last name kramer okay so why why are you laughing i was gonna ask if it was becky with the good hair isn't that like a Possibly. isn't that like a beyonce thing Mm-hmm. It would have landed. It, it would have landed if I made that joke to Sarah. Sarah loves Queen Bee or whatever she, she is. I just go. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we we're not made for radio. That's okay. Um. So some notable physical traits of Becky Marzo was that she did have a uh, dog bite scars. Um, she had one on her wrist. She even had uh, scars on both of her ears. That was a result of a particular procedure. I don't know if it's related to the dog bite. I think she just had to have like procedures done. Okay. Um, I think she also had hearing loss, and I think that's what led to those scars. She had to have surgery for that. Oh, uh, okay. And then, like Cody... This is not a joke. This is serious. Becky's nose had been previously fractured. And holy fuck, guys. You have not seen the picture. I have seen the picture of Cody. Oh, you're talking about me. Yeah. It was not good. Yeah. No, it was not. Good. It's a great story now. But, like, I can only imagine what you went through in that moment. So... Other descriptions for Becky include a tattoo that was on her back that I don't know why it's debated because it feels like some people think they know what it was. Some people aren't 
100% sure, so I guess it's not completely verified, but it was uh, supposedly a broken heart that had arose in between the halves. Also, her tonsils had been renew uh, removed. I almost said renewed. Could you imagine? Um, and I did put hashtag check that. Tonsil? Throat. Oh. Y yours is better. I like yours oh. better than that. Oh, my. Yeah. The other one is... She w uh, oh, yeah. You said she was 23. Okay. Mm-hmm. Correct. So, uh, it's late in the day of December 15th, 2003... Uh, when Becky is last seen, she was seen in the 3500 block of, I think it's Villard or Villard Avenue, and there was a bar there named Conversations. Oh. Which actually sounds kind of fun. That sounds kind of cool. I do like that. Yeah. Yeah, I like when they have really cool names like that. So now we're going to introduce Mr. Carl A. Rogers III. And apparently I wrote, it sounds like a villain uh, in a baseball movie. It does. I don't think I'm wrong. No, it, yeah, 100%. Doesn't it? Anytime someone has, like, like goes by their three names, there's definitely, I feel, I feel like they're born a little bit closer to evil. I really like the way you phrase that, actually born a little bit closer to evil yeah they they didn't land right in the center and choose where to go they were definitely they're, they're a little bit down they the place there they're they were down on the scale a little bit lee harvey That's oswald right. um Who, mm. fuck what was the other one lee harvey oswald <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it. I mean, he played a villain. Right? What? What? William Jello Cosby. Uh. <laughs> Fuck. No, who killed, uh... Ah, never mind. Who killed I'm... Lennon? Did, I... did that guy have three names? Or did they know. at least use his initials? Pussy, though. Um, pussy yeah, he did. Though. Mark David Chapman. I knew it. Yeah, I thought it had three. And then I feel like Lee Harvey Oswald killed Lincoln? Kennedy? Who the fuck killed Lincoln, then? John Wilkes Booth. Yeah, I knew it was another three-er. <laughs> All right. We are getting off topic. <laughs> That's okay. So, uh, Carl Rogers is Becky's boyfriend slash roommate. He calls her cell phone quite a few times, asking her to come home. This is while she's at conversations. So, she is accounted for when she receives the phone calls. You can't, uh, you can't answer your phone in the middle of a conversation. You can if you're angry. Huh? <laughs> Everybody turn it off. Turn it off. Turn off the podcast. That was good. Just kidding. You don't know if she was in the middle. It could have been the... If she's between the, the walls, she's in the fucking middle. Between the walls. Between That's the walls. That's interesting. <laughs> um, yes. So, Becky was not interested in going home. She was having fun. She didn't want to go, you know, back and do whatever he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Clearly, he doesn't seem like he's a whole lot of fun because he's not at the bar with her. She could have been having a girl's night. I don't know. Doesn't matter. 
but she did not want to go home. Carl got angry, um, I would imagine, as there was uh, apparently an argument until Becky turned her phone off, which if someone is aggressive, potentially maybe controlling, turning your phone off is probably not going to help, and I'm not blaming her, but that's yeah. usually not really going to help. I, I so, mean, but in all fairness, like... That's the best thing for her yeah, to do. Yeah, fuck them. Give them the cold shoulder. You're oh, gonna, for sure. You're going to no, rile you them up, though. I don't, I don't really know what, what else you can do. It, like, either you have your phone constantly going off and you ignore it, or you actually escape the situation and turn your phone off so you don't have to deal with it. Yeah. So that's fair on her part. Um, so, so far I'm a little bit nervous when I'm doing my notes just because I hear, you know, I read that she turns her phone off and I'm like, okay, that already does not sound good. Um, I just, I don't know if he was in a weird mood or if he was controlling. I'm just not really sure. Um, and it doesn't say exactly what time it is, but, um, the friend that Becky was with at the bar ends up dropping her off outside her home. Okay. And this was the 3100 block of North 5th Street. And it would take about an hour or so to, to walk or about a nine minute drive. So they, it took nine minutes for them to drop her off, but like if she had just walked mm-hmm. on her own, it would have taken a lot longer. Yeah, that's fair. Um, she says she saw Becky go in. Becky definitely made it into the house. Okay. So she can't just say, hey, I dropped her off. And he's like, yeah, no, she never made it in because she obviously made it back to the house. Um, her friend never heard from her after that. That's oh. the last she sees of her. She goes in the house. Also, not a great sign. Uh, Becky's mother gets super concerned as she doesn't hear from her daughter and there's family events that happen and she still doesn't hear from her daughter. Mm -hmm. So that includes that uh, Becky's grandfather had died. um, Her brother has a car accident. Both of those things, still no contact. Does not hear from her. Can't get a hold of her. Um, So... She gets very concerned, and I'm sure she was also overwhelmed with the things that were going on, because I'm sure she had to do funeral arrangements, a bunch of other things, because I'm assuming this is either her father or her father-in-law. Becky's mom. I would imagine so, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's someone closest to her, so she's got to be involved and make a lot of decisions. So, when she can't get a hold of Becky, she does at least try to report her as missing. Well, that's good. That's more than a lot of people do. She tries. Uh, Police, as usual, um, didn't really do anything about it. They didn't actually file a report. Um, It is not until June of 2004, which is six months later. Okay. That, um, I'm so sorry, I just lost my place in the notes. Okay, so that the police finally decide to act on it and do something six months later when she still hasn't shown up and they're like, all right, fine. Jesus all right, Christ. We'll look into it. The fact that they're so resistant is really, really obnoxious. Um, I don't know if it took the following details to finally have them take it seriously, but to no one's surprise, I'm sure, uh, Carl Rogers had been physically abusive with Becky on the regular that it was not like 
that was unfortunately part of the relationship is he was very uh, abusive to her so it was already a pattern right exactly um the partially broken nose that i mentioned before right was because of him that's fucked her hair had been pulled out she had been choked by her boyfriend um, he's noted as having criminal charges in the past for weapons and domestic charges as well from other incidents. This is, you know what I mean? Like yeah. prior relationships, I think. Um, this toxic love of theirs kept her from seeing her family. Her parents really wanted her to leave him. And, you know, it was that whole unfortunate cycle of, but I love him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they, they, they just couldn't get her to uh, break free of him. So they decided to go the tough love route and they kind of like just stopped. No contact because they they couldn't watch this continue to happen with her. Right. With Carl, which I I wouldn't even know the first way to go about that. If that were my loved one and my child. Yeah, I I have no idea. I don't know if I I yeah, I'm not going to comment either way because I wouldn't even know what to do. So, at the time, Becky was working at the local Target. Um, Her co-workers, the other associates there, said her her mood was not that great. Um, She just didn't seem to be doing well. She would often come in with bruises that were, like, on her body that you could see while she was in, like, her uniform. Like, khakis, polo, you know what I mean? Like, they were probably on her arms, I would imagine. Right. Um before she vanished there had been charges on her behalf that were filed against rogers for domestic violence um after she did file those charges um she went to florida for two months and this is at some point before december okay um oh god i'm such an idiot so she came back to um, Milwaukee. I wrote Cheese Town and then confused myself because it's been quite a bit of time. Yeah. So she came back to Milwaukee and they get back together after she's filed these charges. So, yeah. It, um, yeah, that's that's a frustrating cycle that, you know, you see you see in a lot of stuff like this like tons of fucked up situations just yeah it's you know abusive uh partners sometimes have that like awful hold on people and it's one of those things where um it's during this period of time that they are back together after she comes back from florida that she does not show up to the court date for the domestic abuse charges okay her not showing up is three days before she vanishes that's not good like obviously she was at the bar and everything like that so we know she was accounted for after she missed the court date but i obviously she decided not to go um she had completed almost everything for her accounting degree she was almost graduating too so she was about to graduate so it's another one of those things where this woman is just trying to be successful with her life and there's someone just holding her back, treating her like shit, just not okay. So, June 2004, they filed the um, missing persons report. We are going to speed up. We're going to go to October of 2007. This is almost four years 
since she disappeared, which was December right. 2003. Carl Rogers III dies by suicide. Um, at this particular time, he was awaiting trial for a different assault on a different girlfriend. Jurats. He killed himself? So, Darn. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather him do that than kill her. <clears throat> oh, as you can imagine, Carl refused to cooperate with police in the case of Becky's disappearance. Um, in the suicide note that he left, um, he said that he neither raped nor killed anyone. I don't know why you would make such a statement. That seems very definitive. I don't know if there were rumors that he had. That That's like one of those things that I'm always like, <laughs> fuck. It, like, maybe, that, maybe that's what the new girlfriend said. What? Okay, no, that makes sense. But like if you're yeah. just if you're just hanging out and you're like, "Hey, I just I just wanted everyone in this room to know. I have never never set a fire anywhere. So don't worry about it, okay? Just want you guys to have that peace of mind." And then everyone's like, "Okay, that guy <laughs> definitely set a fire." Oh, for sure. Yeah, instantly you're like, "I don't believe you." <laughs> right. Why Why would you have to... But obviously, I think that would be related to the current uh, charges at that time. Um, some final details of the case, as she obviously is still missing. Um, there was a paycheck that Becky did not cash for $500 at the time she vanished. She never relu uh, renewed her driver's license, um, she used her credit card, nothing like that. If she did leave voluntarily, she may be in Miami, Florida... But it seems unlikely. If you have any details, um, feel free to contact the Milwaukee Police Department. It is 414-935-7403. And unfortunately, it has been, <clears throat> I mean, we're not at, you know, 20 years just yet, but almost. I mean, we're at 19 years at this point. That's, yeah. that's really sad. We don't have any answers. I do have a headline. Do you? I do. Is it the um, one I sent I've... you? About the I've alligator eating that old lady? <laughs> no, I for completely forgot about that one. I don't know if I saved that. I'll have to look. The... Fuck. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. So this one is from the New York Post. It is from September 8th of 2022. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do the, the whole blank thing again because I find that fun. Okay. Florida woman named blank charged. It's blank blank. So it's two names charged with beating man with baseball bat. Oh, so the woman's name is the one that's wild this time. Mm -hmm. The woman's name is. Think 90s well-known person 90s well-known person the woman's well name is arsenio well musician. okay the woman's name is madonna <laughs> was blank, blank. okay madonna share her name's madonna share <laughs> madonna share her name is 
Jewel. It's not a woman's name. Okay. To my knowledge. It's not, it's not a... But we are dealing... Wait, so... She's named after a celebrity. She's named after a star from the 90s. Okay. It is it is a male star, though. And it's this someone This woman's name is, is Scott Bayo. Someone who still has quite the legacy these days. No, it is not Scott Bayo. David Hasselhoff. No. Other 90s people. Iconic. Like, iconic. Bill motherfucking Cosby. <laughs> That's three names. Um, no. um, in the 90s. In the, right? Yeah, no, is in her the name, 90s. Like... Oh, is her name Carrot Top? <laughs> um, this person actually no longer with us. Oh. I think that's why they are so iconic, too. Who is the most famous person that died in the 90s that you can think of? That died that in was, the 90s? That that died in the 90s. Very iconic. Is this bitch named Sue? Michael Jackson? He died in 2009. That's pretty close. Um, <laughs> not even a decade <laughs> off. Um, they died in the nineties. <clears throat> I am. Uh, no, I'm a hundred percent sure. I'm not even like a little bit sure. I'm a hundred percent sure. And they're an icon. Oh yeah. I mean, you're not. But it's a musical icon. It is a musical icon. Okay. Yeah. So you weren't far. Musical far off. icon from the nineties. We're going we taking... Pearl Jam. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What it's is it? It's a person's name. Eddie Vedder. Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain? You were closer with Michael Jackson, I feel. Oh. Um. Died in the 90s. Little Richard. He died in, like, 2010s. Okay. Prince. 2016. <laughs> Am I getting... Further away? <laughs> I don't remember who you said before Prince, but I feel like Little oh Richard. no, you were getting younger technically. Um No, like icon, icon from the nineties. Very well known. Lots of music videos, music still played regularly today. It was on t shirts everywhere, like there was a feud. His mom lives in Baltimore. Yeah, I got fucking nothing, bro. I got, n I have no idea what you were talking about. Tupac Shakur. This bitch's name is Tupac Shakur? Yes. Yes. Why did you think I know his mom mm. lives in Baltimore? How do you not know that? I feel like we knew that at Toys R Us. Yes, yeah, some of us she, may she have. Came into, she came into Toys R Us. I might have met Tupac Shakur's mom and I didn't know. Quite. Yes, yes. What the fuck? This is awesome. Yeah. I, <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm going to look her up. To, how do I spell Tupac I am almost Tupac certain. Shakur? Like, I swear, either Mother. Dana or um, my husband or, like, Christian, a friend of ours, actually helped her out. I, I swear to God, I'm pretty sure they saw her at some point. 
She I'm died in sure 2016. Oh, no, did she really? Yes. We lost a lot of good um, people in 2016. Well, Alan Rickman. When she, when she died in 2016, she... Alan Rickman? I know, I love Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. I'm sorry. Hans Gruber. Um, 394. Which is the tattoo I have on my wrist? I I don't and I don't know. Maybe I, she might have worked. She might have lived in Baltimore. I have no fucking idea. Um, oh, for sure, because he went to the Baltimore School of the Arts. They, that probably means that they lived in Baltimore. <laughs> I would say they lived I, in Baltimore. Yeah, at some point he did not like grow up here, but he did live here for a period of time, and I think she stayed here. Obviously. Well, she died in California. Okay. So that's not. But Baltimore. she also probably had a house in Baltimore. It's okay. actually pretty. That anyway, seems correct. so I don't know. This Florida woman named Tupac Shakur allegedly beat a man with a baseball bat, and it was allegedly an elderly man. So. <laughs> No, 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 no. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. Do what? Ashley, that was not funny. She beat a man with a baseball bat. No, I have never seen your mouth quiver so much in my life of the time. Like, within the last two years we've been doing this podcast. Ashley, I wouldn't laugh at something like that. And frankly, I'm disgusted you would. You are the dumbest fucking liar. The fact that you did that with a straight face is very concerning. Hold on. Okay, so she was arrested for allegedly attacking Wait, an how elderly old is she? man with a baseball bat. How old is this uh, 34. Woman? 34. This was in 2022. So, yeah. Yeah. That's No. Wait a minute. No. Because I'm not even 34. So how does she have that name? When, when did he get famous? Um, There's no way. She Maybe she changed her name. She could have changed her name. Right. Uh, so he was active in eighty. Nope. Eighty. Mm. Nope. What am I? Wait. What was I? I fuck. Um. We're looking at. It when looks he's, like his he career. he began recording in nineteen eighty nine. So that still doesn't work. But he used stage name MC New York. In 89? In 89. And she's 34. So she's older than I am. I was born in 90. She's like two years older than me, so that's like 88. Yeah, so she fucking changed her name to Tupac, I think. Had to. Had to. Unless this is like... Beats old man. Unless unless there's like a... old man. Is there a spiritual thing attached to that name? Maybe there is, and I don't know, and maybe she happened, she definitely changed her name. I don't want this to come off any specific way, but she does not look how I anticipated. She doesn't, right? She does not. So, um, the man that she allegedly attacked was sitting on a bench outside of a hospital in Florida. So, luckily, he was close to safety. But, let me see. 
No. No. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. There's no way. Shut the fuck. So she was, uh, appeared before a judge. Okay. It said on Wednesday, whenever, whenever this was published, but the day that she was before a judge was exactly 26 years to the day that Tupac was shot in Las Vegas in 96. What the fuck? Was the day she appeared in court for this. And she has his name. And it Does doesn't. That not... That's fucking crazy. That's insane. This is breaking my brain. It is a lot. I'm so confused. Luckily, he he ripped the bat from away from her and went into the hospital. So he was able to be like, bitch, get away from me. And then, like, he fucking saved himself. So good. Did you see what it said after that, though? Uh, she followed him inside and claimed that she was the one who was being attacked with a bat. Okay. Can you imagine hitting someone with a fucking bat? And, like, clearly there's going to be, like, trauma. You know what I mean? There's going to be a fucking bruise probably some blood it's going to be red at the very least and then you and follow the them and you're like he just hit me <laughs> meanwhile poor guy has like yeah i'm sure uh trauma on his face invisible signs i just i coincidences and weird shit the fact that it was 26 years to the day that she's in court for this you know <laughs> she she looks so goddamn normal she does. She really does. She does not look unwell, but she... She looks so normal, and her name's Tupac Shakur, and on a fucking Tuesday morning, she domed some guy with a baseball bat outside of a hospital. Yeah, it's so... also, like, not the middle of the night when you think no, these things happen. No, 11.30 on a Tuesday. That sucks. That, yeah, that's nowhere near party time for me. <laughs> that's crazy. What? I just, this, <laughs> what? never in my fucking life would I have guessed fucking Tupac Shakur. There's, oh, there's, I noticed. there's, yeah. Yeah. We, I, we know. I almost, I almost said Biggie. And then I was I, like, I, and then I was like, that's not even a, that's not two words. So I didn't guess it, you, but I said Prince and said I Biggie said, Smalls. I forgot there was more to his name. If anything, I knew I... you were going to say Biggie, and I don't know why, but in my mind, I was like, if he's going to say one of them, it's going to be Biggie Smalls. East Coast, baby. East Coast, baby. Oh, yeah, he, he is East Coast, isn't he? Goddamn right. Mm. Yeah, I can't betray my coast. Sue, so, after that very long, <laughs> long Dude, headline for a week. Oh, man, that was like a game of red light, green light no one asked for. It was just whew, real rough. I was, I was not close, like even a little bit. Yeah. That was probably yeah. my worst showing so far. I got to ask, your worst showing? What does that even mean? Like uh, the, the my worst guesses when you... when Are you, you like a realtor? When you uh, throw this little game at me, those were probably my worst guesses. I'm asking Dana. Not about that. What? If he knows who Tupac is? <laughs> it's funny. Hmm. Um, 
this uh, one woman I work with. This is really dumb and no one's going to care, but I found it funny. So this woman I work with, I had these everything bagel, like, um, crackers. Okay. Which were actually really good. I got from the store. And I was like, I am not an everything bagel. I would like to be, but I am just a cracker with salt. And then she and she was like, so you're a saltine. And I was like, yeah, but I'm married to saltine, so it's fine. Yeah, exactly. It makes no sense, but it made me laugh and it still makes me laugh. I wish I had more flavor to my genetics it, is what I meant. Oh, it felt racially charged. All I meant was I wish it, I genetically had more. It, That's fine. I'm it, gonna cut it, it out. A it felt like you, you were like these there. crackers stick together. <laughs> you had to be there. It's no, in no way. Cat, <clears throat> if Cat listened to this, she would know. She knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, Cat. <sighs> you would love Cat. Cat is hilarious. I'm asking him, did you actually meet Tupac's mom at Toys R Us or am I having a fever dream? Dana's the whitest person I've ever met in my life. There's no goddamn way he knows who Tupac Shakur's mom is. Did 100% he told me that. So He looks like Dana Did I tell you he had a gold chain at one point? No, but that please he tried to... please go on. He tried to wear it out of the house, and I was like, "Take that fucking thing off right now!" Like, whoa, and it wasn't whoa. even like it wasn't even like a little chain. It was like it had like chunky. When was this? To it. Oh, this was years ago. Ah, we fuck! Here. I was really hoping I think it... we were living here though. So it wasn't that long ago. We've been here for like twelve years. What? Um, we've been here for twelve years. At this house. For real? Because we've been yeah. Because what year are we in? I don't know. How long have I known you? Um, ah, never mind. We're, at we're getting 14 off. years. We're at 14 hmm. years. Interesting. And he and I have been together for 14 years almost. Yeah, because oh, wait. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're fucking. Why the fuck did we just have to do that math? Bam. Bam. You think I could read that? What the fuck does it say? He said for sure he did. Okay, but did he say for sure, or did he say faux show? <laughs> he flicked his little gold chain when he said it. Ching, ching. Faux show. Um, hmm, interesting. Apparently, she had bodyguards with her. Did, That's pretty fucking cool. Did I work there at that point? Or was it before our time? Dana's a man of no age. He's looked the same for the past 67 years. But, shut the fuck up. Before he grew, before he had the mustache, he was, like, ageless. He looked just like a baby all the time. Now he oh, looks yeah. age-appropriate. Now, now that he has the mustache, whoo-hoo, boy. <laughs> Can you stop hitting on my husband? I won't. With the whole mustache thing? I don't know what I expected. I knew that was going to be a no. I still love that fucking picture that you have of him in your phone. 
That is that picture. Is oh, you sent hilarious. me the you sent me the picture of I think you two, and then I just zoomed in as far as I could on his face. <laughs> it was the funniest fucking picture. And that's his that's his ID photo in my phone. Yeah. Oh, I know. They have no idea what we're talking about, but that's okay. So I'm I'm asking him for you if that was when you were there, or uh, if it was before that. Hmm. Because I guarantee you Christian was there, too, because they both had the solid same memory of this, because I remember them talking about it. What the fuck? I mean, because we worked at uh, Sam's Club, and Guy Fieri, Guy Fieri, came in there. What what are you talking about? Are you serious? Yeah. How How do I not recall this at all? I didn't, we didn't get to see him or anything. They basically, like, corded off, like the fucking deli section and they did like in annapolis yeah they did one of the um like food truck (gasps) rush or some shit yeah don't tell me they did the food truck road trip like uh food i don't remember i don't remember which one of his three dozen shows it was that wasn't that's not one of his shows it can't be that one what he didn't do the food truck road trace that's uh the other guy okay i know you don't care <laughs> yeah fine it okay well <laughs> he was fucking there okay it was before you apparently guy fietti was He's it guy fietti pretty sure fietti mm, fietti sure. anyway the whole tupac uh his mom thing was uh before you were there i think oh that's dana fair said. okay that makes sense this is dana started in 99 jesus fuck yeah, he old. Not really old. I'm so sorry to anyone who is the same age or older. I'm going to rescind that statement. It's been 84 years. And he still looks 48. Just kidding. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> he doesn't. No. Anyway, the reason you guys are here. <laughs> Cody, take it away. Oh, I thought you had something else to say. I was like, "Ooh, why are we here?" Um, <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> uh, so I am covering the unsolved murder of David Harvey Crew. And three names. Oh yeah, no. I as soon as as soon as I said it to you, I was like, <gasps> um, but he's he's dead, and I don't think he murdered anyone. Um, and we think he was a good guy, right? Uh, I don't know. It didn't. It didn't say he did any fucked up shit. Okay. Yeah, he seemed like a fine dude. Um. Huh. So David Harvey Crew and Jeanette Lenore Crew. Okay. Um. Her maiden name was Demler, and that'll come into play. Like three sentences Later. from now. Um, oh, three sentences. <laughs> They, uh, I don't know, man. I'm, it's fine. David Harvey Crew and Jeanette Lenore Crew, uh, they were a couple that ran a farm in New Zealand. Ooh. Um, this all takes place on or about June 17th, 1970. Whoa. Taking it back. Um... Like I said, they were in New Zealand. Um, specifically, they were in this area that I am now going to attempt to pronounce. Jesus. It was, uh, they had a farm at 
Pukakawa, Lower Wakato. That I could be right. I have no idea. I'm pretty sure I nailed it. So, um, for a little bit of backstory, <laughs> this feels like it's about to be a mess. If you guys can imagine on this podcast, of all things. <clears throat> okay. It's your body crying out for water. Uh, oh, yeah. I was, about, I was like, I'm drinking now, and then I <laughs> it's a beer. <laughs> um, it, uh... They they got married in Auckland. I know I'm saying that right. In mm. 1960, is it, do, am I not? No, no, you're saying that right. I just wanted to fuck with you. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, I was like, I was like, ah, oh, fuck. I thought that was it. Um, so <laughs> word. Okay. Unfortunately, um, years prior to this incident, mm-hmm. just to lay a little groundwork. Hmm. Jeanette's father, Leonard yeah. M. Demler, yeah. was fined 10,000 fucking New Zealand bucks for tax evasion in 1962. Dollar yeah, dollar he <laughs> <laughs> You know about that, right? Oh, no, I thought that was an original joke that was very funny to me. What is no, that? No, they actually voted to see to change it, the Australian dollar to dollary dues. This is per Dana. This is per my husband. Fucking liar. Everyone over there voted for it, and the government was like, "No, we're not going to do it." But everyone wanted to do dollary dues. Wow. Dana, is that you? Fuck you up. Anyway. So, um. So Dimmler, uh, you know, obviously had a little bit of a problematic pass. Oh. Right? Um, because he was fined this money, he actually had to sell half of his share of the farm to his wife. Okay. Which is her mother? Correct. Okay, cool. Um, so, in 1970, uh, they were at their farm, uh, and they were, they had had a daughter. Uh, she was 18 months old at the time. Is this Lynette? What? Is it Lynette or is it Jeanette? Jeanette. Um, Sorry. Yes, Jeanette and David had a 18-month-year-old daughter, Rochelle. Oh, they had one. I thought yeah. this was the story of Jeanette. I'm sorry. Okay. Anyway, continue. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, fuck. <laughs> so... The amount of confusion on your face. Yeah. Uh, so Jeanette didn't like being at the house by herself. That was because there had... I swear to God. I don't know if that is the dog, like, itching herself, and it's, like, hitting the door uh, if my check. husband is being really fucking annoying. No, I don't want to get up. Okay. Um, 
So oh, we'll do one of these guys again. I'm so sorry. Go ahead, cover your ears. I probably did nothing. Anyway, go ahead. You just <laughs> just scared Piper so bad she probably shit on the floor. Um, eh, I don't think she's that bad yet. So Jeanette was afraid to be in the house by herself because there had been like weird, not necessarily burglaries, no. but like people would come into the house and fuck around with their shit. No. Um, someone had come into their house and set clothes on fire in their bedroom. No. So this is, that's, that's fucked up that's and scary. Terrifying. Yeah. Um, that's worse than being burglarized. Having said that, yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay. So, um, Oh, I guess he went by Harvey, so that name change confused me. Harvey and Jeanette, um, the husband and wife, were... A, Cody? What? I, I don't know what's about to happen, I, but... Like... I swear, this this story isn't that bad. I'm just having uh -huh. trouble thinking. Um... That's nothing new. So Harvey and Jeanette uh, were discovered to be missing yeah. on June 22nd, 1970 by... So uh, Jeanette's father still lived in the area, obviously. He still lived on, like, his portion of the farm. Um, Did not know that. Okay. And after... They hadn't answered their phone for days. He went over to check on them. He waited days. He waited days. Well, well, well. It was, okay. it, it was like it. It was like uh, three, four days, five days. It wasn't like a crazy amount, but also they're farmers, so it's not like like they're like real shit farmers. Um, but you're on the same property. It's not like they're across the county. You know what I mean? But it's a farm. And they're yeah. on opposite sides of the farmland. So it's it's okay. it's not necessarily like it, it's not necessarily even like in uh eye shot. You know what I mean? Like it, it was a significant sized farm. Um you can't take the tractor over there, like I don't understand. I mean you probably could, but again, it didn't sound like he was the best. Especially if you had to sell <laughs> half his farm to his fucking wife to pay for his fine um yeah, fair enough <clears throat> so uh he goes over to the house and mm -hmm. he sees that rochelle is actually yeah. in her cot she's in her little no. cot crib um and she's freaking out yeah she's she's screaming she's just big time tantrum um and this shows you what kind of loving paternal figure he is. No, 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 no. Not, no? He went, that baby seems upset. I'm going to go do my errands so I don't have to listen to this upset baby. And he left. <laughs> that sounds like you as a father. I'm just kidding. I would I never leave my sweet baby cupcake alone. Um, 
You do all the time. Bitch, I don't leave the house anymore. I'm a hermit. Yeah. It's incredible. Um, so the they had been seen uh, on the 17th, which is their last confirmed day of life, because um, they had gone into town and bought, like, milk last breads. Confirmed. Sorry, the way you phrase that, last confirmed day of life. Day that they were alive. No, I liked it the other way. I wish I I don't think I've ever heard those words together. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, anyway. I, I might be saying right. things real weird. Um, <laughs> so so yeah, he they they had been seen in town on the seventeenth. Um, okay. but the mail for the eighteenth was still in their mailbox. Okay. 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 So they had been seen on the seventeenth. The 18th, they didn't get their mail. Then on the 22nd, the granddad goes over, goes, she's crying a lot. They're not around. I got some farm stuff to do. And he went and did his farm stuff. Um, then he finally afterwards went ahead and was like, you know what? I should probably tell someone that they don't seem to be around. And left the baby there. And contacted the authorities and was like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So the authorities come and get Rochelle. And she had lost weight. No. To the point where they assume she had eaten little or nothing between the 17th and the 22nd. No. So at 18 months, like they're still you're you're still developing like at a at a usually more rapid rate um so to just not have any nourishment for what's that 5 days um it God. it's awful having said that there apparently there's no real medical opinion and i don't know why it's stated like this but there's no verified case of a infant surviving for five days without some sort of liquid. I was going to say, or water. Right. So the food, you can you can go a while without food, but you dehydration is in a pretty immediate problem. First couple yeah. of days, you start running into it. Um, so they assumed that potentially someone had been in the house like to give her water or cuz a baby's not going to know anyway. a baby's not going to know to like fucking ration her bottle you know what i mean like you would you would think they would feed her too if they were that concerned right so that also doesn't really make sense you would um i don't know a a later witness um Oh, so what they did find was that I guess there's some way to figure out, like, how much water you're retaining. Okay. And she retained water in such a way that they are pretty sure at most she hadn't had uh, water in the past 48 hours. Okay. So while it was bad, it wasn't the five days without food. Okay. So, okay. like, two-ish days without any sort of uh, liquid to drink. Okay. Um, 
So Dimler states all of this to the authorities. Yeah. Um, and there was another unidentified witness that said that they had seen a woman that wasn't uh, wasn't recognized by them on yeah. at the house on the nineteenth. So that was okay. two days after the last confirmed uh, okay. day of them being alive. Interesting. Um, so, Dimler seems kind of like a fucking suspect, I would say. No. Um, it turned out that he... Oh, yeah. No, it was, um, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, people were suspicious of him. It was just the way that I worded it for some reason. Um, people were suspicious of him of not immediately seeing this child and being like, we need to get you help. That's the first fucking red flag. He also, um, had a bit of blood in his car and the type, not the, not the blood, but the type of blood type. Oh, fucking whatever they are. Um, the type of blood matched Jeanette's. Okay. So there wasn't a direct match between the actual blood, but it was at least the same type. Uh-huh. And he had a scratch on his neck. This was this, this was in 1970, right? Correct. Okay, so yeah, back then that was like... Yeah, so they all probably all they could... Yeah, they could check the type and that was about it probably. Um, he also found, uh, they found that he had an unregistered 22 caliber in his car. Oh, that's not good. Um, Whoa, how did I just lose my place like that? Oh, fuck. It's going well here in Maryland, guys, if you were wondering. Oh, okay, here we go. Sorry. Um, So, this was June 22nd. Hmm? Jeanette's body was found on August 16th. She mm-hmm. was wrapped in a duvet that was bound with copper water. Or, yep, copper water. Copper wire. <laughs> she was found in the water of the Waikato River. And, like, and one month later to the day... Uh, Harvey was found upriver. Oh. <clears throat> a car axle was tied to Harvey, um, oh and that was used to weigh down the body. And That's fucking intense. <laughs> yeah, the car axle was from a car from the neighbor's farm. Not the dad, like a, but a neighbor. Yeah. Uh, just rusted out piece of shit that sits around on a farm and someone took the axle. Um, Both of them 
had in fact been killed with a 22 caliber firearm. Uh. They... Unfortunately, um, Jeanette had been pretty brutally beaten as well. Um, she had broken okay. facial bones. Um, <clears throat> but because of the severity of this beating, they didn't really think it could be the dad because of his age. Really? It, Even though he's a farmer? He's a farmer, yes, but he, um, I couldn't, I didn't see his exact age. Um, but at this point he was, he was older. Um, and just the severity of it was like, there's, there's no way that he could have done that. Okay. Um, they just, they didn't think he had the, the actual strength to commit a crime like that. Yeah. Um, so with all this, it ended up that Dimmler was still arrested for the murder. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't find any sort of physical evidence. Okay. Like, uh, um, that, that couldn't immediately, it, uh, what the fuck is the word I'm looking for? There was there was no like ballistics or anything. Uh, that could didn't no twenty two. Honestly, no. if you're shot in the head, a lot of times it doesn't even necessarily come out of your head. The okay, I love that you know that. The, okay, the well, the caliber is so small that yeah. a lot of times it has the force to go in, but it doesn't yeah. have the through power to go all the way through. Um, which some people say that it kind of just bounces around in your head and mixes your brain a little bit. Um, Okay. So they couldn't find any evidence. Couldn't find any at all. Until they did. Okay, what a plot twist. They found there in the middle of the floor a spent... 22 caliber firearm casing. <laughs> and as soon as they tested it, they came to the conclusion that the cops planted it. Because it was the same 22 caliber shit that the cops at that time used. None of it traced back to the actual they they were able to figure out that it had actually been placed like like literally months after because you have to figure did you ever watch that uh is it making a murderer i did i couldn't get all the way through it i didn't get all the way through it either but do you remember like they're like looking for keys and looking for keys and looking for keys they tear this fucking house apart and then, like, two months later, they go back in the house, and they're like, hey, they're on the counter here. 
it was it was that kind of shit where they tear the house yeah. apart. They're looking for everything, and then two months later, they're like, "Oh well, when we bagged up everything, we missed this that was sitting out on the floor when we came in." Um, oh, remind me to ask you about another case that's not related to this in a minute. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah the the way that the bullet was made, uh, there's no way it could have been in the same. Um, it it couldn't have been the same type of bullet that were the eight recovered from the victims. Okay. Which is another fucked up part. They were shot eight times collectively between the two. Yeah, four and four-ish. So once they realized that this is clear police corruption, um, there was a, a huge outcry of just they called it an unspeakable rage that these police would try and pin on this innocent man and not literally nothing happened to him they were just what like what is it with the cops in the 70s i don't know man um but yeah so yeah. so they were like all these people f- came out and said, like, can't believe you've done this. You know, you're framing this person just so you fucking have someone to arrest. And uh, they received no punishment. No one was prosecuted, anything like that. It was just, they were fine. Um, Having said that, so Demler was was released, and he was actually paid out um, almost a million New Zealand bucks uh, for his nine years in prison. Because he was in prison for nine goddamn years before they figured out, like, oh, oh, shit, we didn't, we didn't do this. They don't always get compensation, though, right? No, I think a lot of it was the, was the, like, unrest, the unruly... I mean, but also okay. New, New Zealand is supposed to be like a magical fucking place, so they might just they might they might be. It's America that we like, like mistakes. Yeah, we you know. Okay. Yeah. You know, you yeah. know what I'm saying. Um, Sounds very Canadian, though. Like New Zealand, you know what I mean? Sorry. They're like, oh, exactly. Sorry. They, they feel more. Um, they would feel bad about it. So unfortunately, there's never been an arrest for, or there has been an arrest, but there's never been an actual solving of this case. Um, The things that I found interesting, though, is uh, right as, right before Jeanette and Harvey were murdered. Yeah. Jeanette's mom had decided that her portion of the farm that actually connected to Harvey's farm, um, she was going to leave it to Jeanette. She had cut her other daughter out of the will. Okay. Her dad, Dimmler, went, well, fuck you. If you're going to give... You're half to Jeanette. I'm not giving Jeanette shit. And he changed it, so the other daughter got his half of the land. So they each 
Yeah. They each get half of a farm. My theory, I think it was the dad and possibly the sister. You think so? I have no reason to believe that. But that's immediately where my mind went. They could have also hired someone. They could have, yeah. If they think if they think the beating was that bad, but he but the husband wasn't beat like that, or was he? No. The husband was not. Weird. Yeah, exactly. So it kind of seems like oh maybe she was the she was the actual target. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Her sister could be jacked. I don't know. Maybe it was her sister. And they did say... No they did say that there was the... Um, the uh, unidentified woman taking care of Rochelle. Potentially. Hmm. But I don't know. Um, but That's yeah. Not actually taking care... I guess it would be more suspicious if she was... The baby was well-fed. That would mean it was someone that cared for the baby. Yeah. If she had, like, fed her, fed her, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That would make... But that still is really fucked up. Like, yeah. how long were you going to let it go before you, f- like, fed that child? I don't I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if she was like, Dad, the baby's looking hungry. Can you go discover that they've been... <laughs> it's... I don't know if I like the sing-songy way that you just did that, but... Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Maybe it was, like, a joint effort. Oh, man. Episode 53 in the bag. So, real quick, what I was going to say is I watched the Netflix documentary on Alex Murdoch. Oh, 28 Days Haunted? What? What? You you would just use any opportunity. I love that show. Um, No, I haven't watched it yet. Is it good? I think it's very well done because they're interviewing the friends of paul the son that with the, oh they are do you know about like the boating accident and like the other shit yeah. so they interviewed their friends and um they yeah so there's a lot of insight i think i think it's very very well done actually yeah i have to give it a watch three parts. i definitely want to watch it um <laughs> highly recommend it's not too too crazy to where it's gonna like fuck you up fuck you up right you know what i mean like it was, it was enough that I could watch it right before bed. And it, oh, it I didn't. I, I'll watch that shit and go to sleep. I don't. I ain't no problem. I know, but it. Yeah, but sometimes there are things that might like, you know, depending on like details and like the mentality of the person. You know what I mean? Okay, something will get you at some point, Cody. I mean, something. I'm sure something will eventually get me. But I think it has to be mentally fucked up for you to like. Not like torture and like other things. Like that. I think there has to be something, something that'll get you like that. Like oh yeah, I just don't know what because like it. Yeah, I mean because I I don't lose sleep over. It's just my mental illness that keeps me up. It's never. It's never like oh. That was upsetting. Illness says. Yeah, I mean probably because um, Sarah, Sarah when me and Sarah first started uh, dating. I would make her watch, like, <laughs> fucking really intense, fucked up movies, and I would end up falling asleep during them, during them, because I'd get all snuggled up to her and get all comfortable and fall asleep, and then she'd wake up, like, she'd wake me up and be like, what the fuck did you leave me with? Male witch. Well, not quite yet, but close enough. 
Hey, we're, well we're getting there. When is that happening? Like, have you, got, have you guys actually picked a date, picked a date, or no? Uh, we've started planning. Oh, thank God. Guys, this I, this I say we loosely. Oh, for sure not you. I know that okay, already. Okay, cool. Also, she doesn't really... Doesn't she, like... Um, I don't know if it's procrastinate. I don't think that's the right word. She forgets to, like... We... Remember she would regret, like, forget to request off for things and things like that? We are a very... Um, we're a loosely planned couple. I like that. That's good. We are uh, probably just r- fucking riddled with ADD. Um, neither of us can pay it. it. It's it. So, do you know? Do you know when a tennis match is going on, and it's just like it's that really incredible, just like back and forth, back and forth, back yeah. and forth. With me and Sarah, a lot of times it would be like if two of those pro tennis players just started swatting as many tennis balls across the field as they could with no rhythm. It's quite literally like she'll say something, I'll talk on top of her, she'll answer my thing while I answer her thing. It's a lot. Um, that's how Nina and I are. We do that. And then, and then we walk away and completely forget everything that just happened because it is no longer happening. It is not in front of us. You guys are very, very adorable. Also, it took you like what a decade to propose. I needed to make sure she was the right one for me. That's bullshit. You were procrastinating. She bullshit. Also does not like the joke I make all the time about we got together in 2010. We got engaged in 2020. She does not like the wedding in 2030 joke. Um, She's not a fan. She's told me (laughs) aggressively multiple times. What what if I titled the episode wedding in 2030 (laughs) and whatever else? I mean, she doesn't listen to it, so she didn't care. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, I people would be like, "What the fuck?" Okay, whatever. So yeah, I'm probably the only one that finds it funny. I it? I think it's funny. Uh, okay, I'll probably do it. Um, yeah. So this was the episode that took a month to make, in a sense. Very sawy. Sometimes waiting for things makes it better. This is not no. one of those times. <laughs> So, (laughs) smooches for all of you. Um, Cody's hungry. I'm, 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 I'm I'm just here. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm me. I am me. I'm glad we had that self-discovery moment. Okay, well, bye. (laughs)